dealing with self-hate. A conversation between myself and my marvelous friend B, slightly edited. Misperceived badness. Me, I'll make a seemingly contradictory statement, much badness results from people not knowing how to deal with their excessive goodness. Once one realizes this, most people start to make sense. Take self-hate, these good people see hateful things around them in the world, but being good and not wanting to be hateful, they don't hate the world out there or the things in it, they rather hate themselves. Why? Because themselves is the one thing that they are allowed to hate. Most good people are really good and try hard to be so and want to be as good as possible and be completely good. Problem is they do small things which maybe in their minds aren't so good, then their logic is that if they are bad sometimes, they can't be all good, and if they aren't all good, then they must be bad, and thus they start to hate themselves. The logic, or illogic of self-hate is simply one of absoluteness. Let me ask this question, at what percentage of goodness is one a good person? B. Hmm. Well to others, 100%. Do you think someone has to be 100% good for you to consider them a good person? No. 90%? But there's a difference between being good and having intentional ill will. 80, 70, 60%? You have to be good, but good doesn't always mean falling over yourself for others. Being good to someone rude can be as simple as being neutral. But when good people aren't being good they are being selfish, that being said. Sometimes you need to be selfish. Yes, and no, and yes again. Doing the math is fairly interesting. If I have to put a figure on it I would say probably 66.6% is the number. That way someone is twice as good as they are bad, which would seem to qualify as predominantly good, wouldn't you say? Not really to me. If you're 90% good even, what are you the rest of the time? Does the fact they are 90 good mean they are a good person? That 10% leaves a lot of room for nastiness. That's like a sale at a store, it's 66% off but 66% off of what? That 33% can change all of the goodness. Lol yes, the math breaks down when the quality of the goodness and badness comes into question, which brings us to the heart of the matter. What are so-called bad things good people do they regard as so bad? Depends on the person. Yes? As we'll see in a minute, in reality, the actuality isn't even close to the theoretical. Think about the good people you know who suffer from self-hate. What's the bad stuff they do? How bad is it really? It's not really bad, it's perception which makes them see it as such. The more goodness there is, the more little dark spots seem big in comparison to all the light, they are highlighted. So the problem comes from an over-exaggeration of their supposed badness. Yeah. Overemphasis. Do those bad things change the perception of friends of your goodness? I would say no. Not in the least. If you think of your friends and even back to yourself, no matter what kinds of bad things you did or they did, you all remained good people. So that particular avenue to self-hate just simply comes from over-attention to a small percentage. From exaggeration as it were. Let's look at what the bad things stem from. Goodness again, that's usually where they come from. People who truly want and desire goodness frequently run into frustration as they don't see that enough good manifested in the world and in themselves. 
That frustration and anguish then boils out and the release of it usually results in some kind of bad act. The frustration can also lead to anger, anger that there isn't more goodness. Again this sometimes leads to bad reactions. But understanding this puts a whole new light on their badness. There's no way they can hate themselves for wanting more goodness. They just have to learn how to deal with the badness of the world. It's not the bad things good people do which usually influence them, it's the fact that this friend who is so good can go through such anguish over these small things, have so much doubt in themselves, that makes those bad moments. Yes, in other words, the problem comes from their overindulgences in focusing on these small transgressions. Would you say that overfocus on those small bad things is really just vanity on their part? Sometimes, but not always. The over part is the vanity, not the focus. Yes, I agree with that. They make too much of it, that's what leads to the self-hate when the concern with a small percentage makes it seem like 100%. Basically the problem comes from not being able to integrate bad things into their system. Would you agree as a rough summary? When you think back to bad things which have happened to you in the past, did it turn out that those bad things had good effects? Now that you look back at them? B. I'm heading somewhere with this, but would like to hear your answer first. Sorry I went to get a taco. My tummy was talking to me. LOL. Sorries. It's a yummy taco though. Smile, still keen to get your answer hungry girl. Balanced perspectives. But as to the conversation, I think that what you said about integrating bad things into our system is spot on. What about past bad things actually turning out to be good for you? In retrospect? Not nice mind you, but good, are you better for it? Yes, the saying, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, is true in some aspects. The harder the situations I went through the more I grew and changed for the better, IMO. When one looks at badness that way, and realizes even though it may not have been pleasant, bad things very often happen for a good reason. In other words there are no absolutes when it comes to good and bad. What may seem bad now may in fact turn out good later, right? Yes exactly. Smile. Understanding and keeping this in full awareness at all times is crucial. By extension, everything has the possibility to be good. Thus, it's all good, in some way. The more one thinks about that, the more it becomes true and the more evidence we see for it. But one can only see it if we start off from that viewpoint, as it takes a longer term, more universal perspective, to see the goodness contained somewhere in everything. I love your mind. Smile. But regardless of the actual truth, just knowing bad things can be good is enough, allows us to believe any bad thing could turn out to be good. Thus no more worries about bad stuff in the world and in oneself. The focus can then shift to trusting in the goodness of everything, loving all of it, and doing your part as good as you can to add to that goodness. Yeah, removes a lot of heartbreak, that perspective. Knowing also, that if you do transgress, most certainly you didn't intend to. You'd never deliberately do something bad would you? That's a very serious question, one that few good people really ever ask themselves. Could they, or you, ever deliberately do something bad? No. No, no, no and no again. Right? Most definitely no, 
just couldn't happen, there's no way good people can do bad things deliberately. I don't intentionally do bad things. Exactly. A crucial fact to always remember. When so-called bad stuff happens, or one does them, remember that when such sometimes occurs, it wasn't deliberate or intentional. You're sorry it did and wished it hadn't, but at the same time you also have to remember that maybe it's for the good. Since there's that possibility even though it seems overwhelmingly obvious at the time that it is bad, there's still the possibility it may turn out good. And because of that possibility, however small, one cannot get stuck on bad things when they happen. One has to move on, cause if you get stuck, and it turns out it did in fact happen for a good reason, wouldn't you then have wasted all the time stressing about it? Yes. If you know the light is at the end of the tunnel, you can navigate there instead of running around lost in the dark. Exactly. You couldn't do bad things intentionally even if you tried, very important to always remember that. In fact, to be truly the best good person you could be, I would say one has to learn to do bad things deliberately. Simple example, to be stern for instance. Very mild example, but serves the purpose. I have been being stern instead of coddling when it's needed with a self-hating one. It's much more effective than being super nice, shocks them back to reality. Most awesome B. It's most important to keep in mind that good doesn't necessarily mean nice. Yes. Smile. Everywhere goodness. The trick in all of this is to maintain one's perspective. If we can just remember that if things seem bad and we are down, to shift our perspectives, then suddenly all is good again. Perspective is the true magic of the world, and remembering it's all good. In some way. Smile. It's truly awesome when one pays attention to things more and more, and looks at the bigger picture from the perspective of it's all good. How when one sees that goodness more and more one starts to see the incredible magnificence of it all, the astounding complexity, the fantastic genius of everything, truly a marvel, and also one sees that the point of life, the universe, and everything is all good moving towards goodness, betterness, and improvement. It's most excellently awesome. To summarize all that, I would say, the point of it all is the development and enhancement of awareness. Your writing is always so elegant. Thanks B, your joy and positive energy is always so elegant. Smile. They say love makes the world go round but I would say it is trust, and friction, which makes the world work, as there can be love without trust, but without trust everything would just grind to a halt. In the same way we have to continually maintain our trust that everything happens for some good reason. It's all good in some way. We just have to extract that good. Also dearest B would you agree that the fact of your goodness is not in dispute? Perhaps the expression of it, yes, but not the fact that you are good right? No false modesty now, a true and honest answer please. Yes, I am good, lol. Excellent, and if we remember that, and remember our task is to refine the expression of that goodness, then all is well, yes? And was that so hard to say? I blushed a bit. Lol, awesome girl. The truly hard part of being good is knowing that being good doesn't always mean being nice. I'm just going to chill for a bit and bask in the enjoyment of you and let all this soak in.
I like to let understanding like this sink through me, permeate my being and fully incorporate into my complete selfness. I like to make absolutely sure I am permanently changed by truths and awarenesses when I encounter and or encounter them. So much for self-hate, turns out to just be nothing doesn't it? Little later I'd like to go over the really hard one with you. Yes, this was a wonderful conversation. Smile, I love speaking with you, and I love that I can reread all of this if I get a bit off track. Smile. But what is the really hard issue? Lol I'm still fishing here, what's the issue that's much more important than self-hate, and much harder to come to terms with? Mm, what? Hmm what indeed, making you work a bit, marvelous girl. It's self-love. Lol. This is true, getting over the hate is only the first step in the journey to love yourself, the bit after is harder. Hashtag self-hate Hashtag goodness Hashtag misperception Hashtag distorted goodness Hashtag goodness perspective